Summer is quickly approaching. And right now, the only song that I have in my head is that 1999 song by LFO. Do you remember that song called Summer Girls? Not LMFAO, that does like party rock anthem, but LFO, the group that sang Summer Girls. The one was like, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take it if I had one wish when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. What? Oh my God. That is a flashback to like middle school for me. Some of you might be like, I have absolutely no idea what that song is. But that song is all about summertime. And this episode is actually all about summertime as well. And we are going to dive in to the five things that I think every teacher needs to do. Every teacher deserves to do this summer. This episode is going to be a ton of fun. I'm actually insanely pumped to record it. But before we get into those five ideas, I want to read a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app from M. Heller. Mark, shout out to you for leaving this five-star review. He said, Monica will fuel your passion for education and you will always walk away with a few gems that will positively impact the students in your classroom tomorrow. Can't miss this podcast. Take a listen and be a game changer. Mark is an amazing school leader who is absolutely a game changer for his district and for his teacher staff. And I know Mark, who left that review, is going to do incredible things this summer. But the question is, teacher friends, are you ready to do five incredible things this summer that are going to make our June, July, and part of our August, because some of us go back to school in August, it's going to make it Awesome. Let's dive into this episode and let's celebrate summer. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. I think human beings love lists, but I don't know if anybody loves a to-do list, like a checklist, more than teachers do. So I have taken the privilege of jotting down five things that I think all of us need to do and deserve to do at some point during the summer. This is a super fun list and I hope that it gets you excited for the break that is ahead. And I know for some of you that break has started this week. And for some of you, the break is starting in a few weeks. But wherever that is, 
at the end of this episode, when you are done listening, I hope that you are like, girl, I'm going to put all five of those things on my calendar. Check, 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 check. Let's go. So let's go ahead and get started on number one. The first thing that I think teachers should do this summer is read one book that has absolutely nothing to do with education. And some of you might be like, that seems backwards, Monica. You've written like four books on education and you're encouraging teachers to not read them? That is correct. Now, if you want to read more than one book this summer, okay, cool. Pick up one of those. Would love it. But what I am saying is I want you to read at least one book that has nothing to do with classroom engagement, classroom management, student relationships, like something that you have been wanting to read for fun. And some of you are like, but reading teacher books is fun for me. Okay, cool. But I want you to pick something that just is totally disconnected from school. I think sometimes we have to like very intentionally unplug and I think a book is a really good way to do that. So I've picked mine out. I know what mine is going to be. Um, I am super excited to dig into a book that I ordered a number of months ago and I just like you have not had time to read it. And that book is Dream Big by Bob Goff. I'm a huge Bob Goff fan. You might have heard that name um, because he's the author of Love Does and Everybody Always. But Dream Big has a tagline that just got my attention. I was like, ooh, Bob, you've done it again. The tagline is know what you want, why you want it, and what you're going to do about it. And I was like, shoot, dang, Bob, I got to read that this summer. And uh, I'm super excited to dive in. Um, I haven't even taken the dust cover off. Like, listen, here's the dust cover. Why do hardback books have dust covers? It drives me crazy. I'm literally going to toss that in the trash can the moment that I start reading it because I hate a dust cover. In fact, I wrote my first hardback book this year. I released it and I made a pledge that if I ever release a hardback book, it would not include a dust cover. And so it doesn't. My newest book, 365 Days of Awesome, does not include a dust cover. But the reason why I'm telling you about this book of choice is because I think during the school year, we don't really have the choice to disconnect from school in a significant way. But sometimes getting lost in a book, whether it's a storybook or maybe it's a biography of somebody who you admire or maybe it's a self-help book, whatever it is, choose one book that is not that is not about teaching. And then if you want to read other things that are about teaching, that's fine. But but maybe start with a book that isn't about teaching. Super excited to dry, dive into Dream Big on a personal level. Now, the number two thing that I'm going to do, and I think this could be fun for you as well, is I want you to start and finish an entire season of something. If you really want to quote dream big, like Bob Goff says, you can actually start and finish a whole dang series if you want. Um, I'm not a big TV watcher, 
but I do love TV. Like I love lounging in front of the television and I am so stinking excited to watch season two of possibly the trashiest television show that's like ever been made. And I'm going to be real transparent here. It's Love is Blinds. Oh my God, I loved season one. It was phenomenal. If you don't know the premise behind Love is Blind, it's a dating show where people meet in like pods, I think is what they call them. And they cannot see the other person. They do not know what they look like. They can hear their voice, but it's truly they date without seeing any pictures, any human touch. And then at the end of the quote experiment, they like propose to people. If you're like, Monica, that is absolute smut. I know it is. And I am so excited to watch season two. I watched season one and now I follow some of these people on Instagram. And they're like my favorite. If you watch season one, I want you to know that like Cameron and I are like BFFs. He doesn't know that we're BFFs, but I loved watching Cameron. The like skinny redhead dude who out of nowhere like raps. I loved it. And this summer, I'm going to start season two and finish season two on the same day. Like I'm going to do one of those like, don't take off your pajamas. And when you go to bed that night, you're actually still wearing the same pajamas that you went to bed in the night before. Judge me if you want, but I am like so looking forward to that. And yes, it is trash. And yes, it is maybe like, Monica, like at least brush your teeth. So maybe it's like a hygiene thing too, but that is awesome. That causes us to refuel and to refresh for me personally. And I know for a lot of teachers in a really unique way that we simply don't have time for during the school year. Like maybe you have that like jealousy of your friends who aren't in education and they're always talking about all these shows that they're watching and finishing. And you're like, how in the hell are you doing that? And for us, if we are watching a show, it's like background noise because we're also researching and planning lessons and doing Google Slides. No, like when I watch Love is Blind, I'm in it. I'm not having a laptop on my lap. I'm not like highlighting notes for a lesson plan. Oh, no. Love is Blind and probably like delicious snacks for sure too like a big swig of diet mountain dew like it's getting real trashy that day that's what's happening oh my god i'm so excited so i wanted to share that one with you you are also getting a massive inside glimpse into like my real life um that is part of this teacher life okay cool let's move on to number three the third thing that I am putting on my list because at this point I do feel pretty comfortable with it. You might not be there yet, so this might look a little bit different for you, but I would urge you to do what you're comfortable with. But the third thing is travel. For me, especially if you guys have been hanging out with me on the podcast and in real life and and on social media for a while, you know that I travel a lot. COVID put that on pause for about 14 months because I wasn't traveling for speaking events. I wasn't traveling for professional development and keynotes and conferences. But at this point, I am traveling 
um, this summer quite a bit for, for work. But I am also traveling for leisure. And that's the travel that I want to talk about here for number three is like I want you to do, again, something that you're comfortable with. For me, I have flown now twice during the pandemic and both of those times were after I was fully vaccinated and I did feel comfortable with it like flying on an airplane was something that at this point I do feel comfortable with and so I'm doing that this summer so for me I'm talking about personal travel maybe for you that's camping Maybe for you, that's backpacking. Maybe for you, that is staying in a hotel. Maybe for you, that's road tripping. Maybe for you, it is flying, but I am scheduling travel. I've got three like little just short weekend things. And then I've got one extended travel opportunity for like a week. And so my fun little just short weekend getaways, I'm going to uh, Greenville, South Carolina, which is going to be epic. I'm going to Branson, Missouri. I've never been to Branson. And people in my area, it's pretty close to where I live. They're like, oh my God, you got to go to Branson. It's so fun. And I was like, all right, hell yeah, let's go to Branson. So going to Branson uh, for a little weekend kind of thing. Going to Chicago, which is which is really close to me as well. And then taking a week long vacation to West Palm Beach Florida this summer that is going to be so restorative for me that is something that I love it refuels me it is something that I need and I want and I'm so looking forward to that but I put it on my calendar and I think that's gonna be something that's important for all of these is your going online and you're buying that book you are looking at Netflix and figuring out what series are coming out if you're traveling like you're putting that on the calendar now and you're booking the hotel or you're booking the campground or you're booking the flight that way it's there because as teachers we can come up with a lot of excuses I don't have time for that Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea oh shoot I didn't make a resi so now I can't go like peeps put it on the calendar Super, super excited about that one. Uh, This next one, it kind of goes hand in hand with the travel. One of my favorite things to do when traveling is actually eating um, like unique foods. I love trying new restaurants. I'm admittedly, I'm not a bougie person at all. Like I'm pretty homegrown, pretty relaxed, pretty chill. But I'm not even going to pretend like my palate isn't a little bougie. Like I love a farm to table. I love looking at a menu and being like, there's no way those things should be eaten together. And then they bring the plate out and you try it and you're like, that's freaking delicious. Um, And so I'm super excited for number four, which is eat something new and exciting. I want you to do that. Actually, last summer, um, one of my favorite things, because I try to do this list every single summer, one of my new things that I tried last summer, which was so much fun, is I went to a restaurant that I'd been wanting to go to for a very long time, and it's in St. Louis, and it's called Twisted Ranch. And Twisted Ranch is known for making like 30 different flavors of ranch dressing. 
And I'm like, um, yes, I want a cup of all 30. And they're like, well, we usually only sell like 12 flavors. And I was like, well, I would like a cup of all 30. You can charge me whatever you want. But if I'm here, I'm here. Like, bring me what do people dip in these they're like oh they do fries they do wings I'm like all right bring me fries bring me wings bring me a cup of every single twisted ranch dressing that you have and it was so fun it was like one of the highlights of my summer so I know there's a lot of foodies who are also teachers I know some of you're like girl I got that bougie palette too like I love trying new things not that ranch dressing is bougie for the record that's the opposite of bougie but I don't know what that that fun, new, exciting meal is going to be for this summer, but I know it when I see it. Somewhere where I travel to this summer, I'm going to go to a new restaurant and I'm going to try something that I'm going to be like, man, I've never had that, but let's go for it. Let's experiment with it. And so for you, maybe it's this like thing. I, I watch the Food Network a lot and they've got those like 30 pound ice cream sundaes and it's like you and your whole family are going to try to tackle like that 30 pound ice cream sundae in under two hours or maybe for you it's going to be like one of those it's going to be a takeout thing like maybe you're like oh we're not going to go out to eat but there's this place an hour from you let's say and they have one of those pizzas that you have to drive a truck in order to get the pizza into your car it like fits in a truck bed and you're gonna do one of something like that or maybe it's not like big food maybe it's that you're like I have never had uh like oysters Rockefeller I don't even freaking know what that is but I know it's a thing like maybe you're gonna eat that like you're gonna eat like oysters or maybe it's lobster whatever it is like try something new expose your kids to something new if you've got kids in your house like have fun with food this summer there's so many cool little spots too if you're going on a road trip like I encourage you to stop at like one of those roadside stands or stop at a farmer's market and experience that I think what's so cool about summer for teachers is we do have those months off and it does annoy us when people are like must be nice to have your summers off whatever right like come on you don't get it But because we have our summers off, that does provide this beautiful opportunity to experience these things in a real full way. And I want you to do that. I want you to do that. And I want you to have so much fun this summer. And number five is something that is teacher related because For me and for you, part of being a teacher in the summer is still being a teacher. And part of feeling good about a summer is feeling good when August rolls around, knowing that you've done something or learned something in order to be ready for the next school year. So the number five thing on the list that I am super excited about is the awesome conference for teachers summer virtual events and what I love about it is is there's going to be insane amounts of laughing insane amounts of learning insane amount of flexibility but it is the opposite of overwhelming it is the opposite of like one more thing on our teacher plates it is not the type of virtual event where you have to cram everything in because it's going to expire in a week or you have 50 videos as you go through all of them and you're like there's no way I'm gonna watch 50 videos and they're all pre-recorded so you don't really get a personal connection with the speaker 
The awesome conference for teachers is actually none of those things. It is one live event per week that is under one hour long and every single topic is presented by me and I'm giving you real, raw, authentic, engaging things that you can do with your students when school rolls around next school year. And it's also super flexible because if you're like, well, I can't join live. What if I can't join live? That's the beauty of it. It's live content, but there are replays available. So you can access those live events if you can't join us whenever it works best for you. And what's cool is this is spread out over the all of June and all of July. So I'm going to go live eight times, once a week for eight weeks. And I am freaking pumped about it I did this last year um and it's when we were obviously like in the thick of COVID so I wasn't even sure if I was going to do it again this school year and when I decided a few weeks ago to launch the second maybe annual I don't know if it's annual yet the second annual awesome conference for teachers summer edition I like I was amped and teachers started rolling in and registering and the energy that this conference brings is absolutely fantastic. So that's number five on the list. That's the fifth thing that I am so, so, so stinking excited about. So let's roll through that list one more time. Let's give like the Cliff Notes version Maybe now is the moment where you have time to grab a pen or grab your phone and jot all of these things down so you can actually be like, girl, let me make this list so I can make sure that I'm holding myself accountable because all five of these things are going to help you have an awesome summer. So here's the recap. Number one, read one book that is not teacher related have fun with the book, dive into it. Like maybe it's one of those things where you're like, I read that book cover to cover in one afternoon as I was snuggled up in a blanket with a cup of hot tea. I don't really know who drinks hot tea, but I think people do. So maybe that's you and get excited about it. Like go order that book right now. Number two, finish the series whatever you like watching on television whether it's an hgtv show maybe it's a food network show maybe it's a drama maybe it's a trashy reality show like i'm gonna watch but figure out what that is and then put it on the calendar i am very excited for you to just plop in front of the television and be like like maybe if you live with a significant other they're gonna be like um you're on episode nine of that today and you're gonna be like yes I am yes I am like enjoy that so when you're done with this episode go figure out what's coming out this summer and what it is that you are gonna watch number three travel what are you gonna do this summer to leave your space And again, that doesn't have to mean a hotel. That doesn't have to mean an airplane. That could be that you are going to, again, go camping or do a day trip and go hiking or maybe go visit friends or family who you haven't seen in a minute. Like put that travel on the calendar. I am so excited for you to experience something outside of the realm of a classroom. And for so many of us, that classroom 
has been our home because we've been teaching remotely. You deserve to just disconnect from your house. Number four, eat something phenomenal. Maybe it's like one of those like world record pretzels. Like it's a five pound soft pretzel. I've actually had one of those before and shit, it was good. They brought out like a vat of mustard and a vat of like cheese sauce. And there was like three of us. There was like three girls and we pounded a five pound like soft pretzel and we weren't even mad about it. So what does that look like for you? Something new, something unique, something bougie, something trashy. Eat something super freaking fun this summer. And finally, number five, I want you to at least check out the awesome conference for teachers. The virtual conference, it's, um, the link is super simple, monicagenta.com slash summer. That's monicagenta.com slash summer. I'm actually gonna include that link in the show notes. That way you can find it super easily. M-O-N-I-C-A-G-E-N-T-A dot com slash summer. I want you to at least check it out. Learn a little bit more about it. If you've got questions, shoot me a direct message. Registration for that, I will tell you, uh, it closes very, 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 very soon. So get on that, check it out. And if you feel like it's a good fit, I would love to have you with me. That is the list, friends. That is the list of five things that I think all of us need to do and absolutely deserve to do this summer. I am all about maximizing time. And I really, truly believe if you happen to do all five of those things this summer, that when school does come back next year, and that's a ways away, But I really feel like you will feel so good about the fact that you maximized your time during the summer. Maybe not all five of those things like connected with your heart and head. So maybe you're like, oh, Monica, I'm not a TV watcher. Instead of doing that, I'm going to plant my annual garden. And feel free to substitute for the things that you feel need to be on that list so you feel like an incredible teacher in August. I want you to know that you are an incredible teacher right now, and I have loved doing this episode with you. Thank you for being here as a listener to the This Teacher Life podcast, but more important than that, thank you for every day living this teacher life.